Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl Waiki. I'm your host, Jess D. And today is a blog post episode. These episodes are dedicated to those who hate reading, I get it, or those of you who don't have time to read. If you'd like to refer to this blog post, the link will be in the episode description. Or you can go directly to blackgirlwhitegee.com and the episode title will correspond with the title of the blog post. So here goes. Today's episode is entitled, The Pole Dance BJJ Connection, How They Relate. The one word that comes to mind when I think about pole dancing is sexy. (laughs) For me, I've always thought of sexy strippers twerking their asses and people making it rain on them. I was first introduced to the fitness side of pole dancing when I had a session for my 23rd birthday. Don't try to figure out my age, people. And I realized it wasn't only about the sexiness when I couldn't hold myself up. I got more into pole dancing in Shanghai because of my friend and pole dancing instructor, Johanna Spee, owner of Zero Gravity Pole Dance Studio, who made me and one of my other friends her first pole dancing guinea pigs. I got to know more of the technique and fitness of pole dancing with her instruction. Also a little outside um, message from the um, episode. Johanna is one of the reasons why I've built one of my outside business ventures outside of um, Black or Waiki. So shout out to her. She's such an inspiration and like in terms of business, in terms of just life. And she's just such a cool person. So shouts out to her. But anyway, back to the episode. In my quest to be softer and more in touch with my feminine core. This is one of the ways that has helped me a lot while improving my strength and flexibility. Pole dancing is quite hard in some respects, but when I began to see how pole and BJJ related, things became a lot easier. You might be thinking, pole dancing is about being sexy. BJJ is is the opposite of that. How could they possibly be related? Well, I figured out some of the parallels and want to share them with y'all. You might be surprised at how much they relate. Check it out. Grips. In BJJ, if you're doing gi, you know that grips are important in getting the move you want to do or to make transitions you're trying to make. This, of course, happens when you're grabbing onto someone's clothing. Although in pole dancing, You're not grabbing onto anyone, and even if you were, there would be barely anything to grab onto. Grips are also very important. When going to pole class, I was surprised at how many different grips there were and how important they are in performing basic skills and more intricate pole tricks. Although certain grips are quite hard for me when I do pole, need to do more pole though, I noticed how important they were and related to BJJ. There are specific bases for grips, and then you can adjust to what you need, just like in BJJ. In addition, if you don't grip properly in pole dancing, you can hurt yourself, like in BJJ. 
For example, if you grip inside of someone's gi pants in jiu-jitsu, you can get your fingers twisted up and injured. In pole dance, if you don't grip properly, you can fall and really hurt yourself. So noticing all of this, I really pay attention to how I grip. Frames. When you have someone pressuring all their weight on you when you're grappling, you got to put in your frames in order to get out and actually move. In pole dancing, frames almost do the same thing, except you don't have a big sweaty person on you preventing you from performing your move. In some cases, I'm the big sweaty person, especially when I roll with people smaller than me, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Being close to the pole is what prevents you from doing tricks, believe it or not. In pole dancing, your frames help to keep space and distance from the pole to give your body space to move. Like in BJJ, you can do an elbow frame, straight arm frame, shin frame, or sometimes all, depending on what transitions you're trying to do. The connection to BJJ for me came when I was trying to climb the pole. My body came close to the pole every time, which made it hard for me to get up because my legs had nowhere to move. The elbow frame that I had reminded me of when you need to make a frame in order to prevent people from getting close to you. And I pretended the pole was a person I didn't want close to me. The combination of framing with my legs and arms made it a lot easier for me to move up and down the pole. Rolling, the non-sparring one. BJJ, of course, is all about being on the floor. Inverting is necessary for performing moves and it keeps you round in order for you to transition properly. For proper rolling technique, for you to not injure yourself, you need to roll over your shoulder or base with your hands so you don't hurt your neck. Turns out, the same goes for pole. You would think you don't need all those rolls considering you're dangling in the air all the time so you wouldn't have to worry about being on the floor. But all that sexy can happen anywhere, including the floor. A lot of pole dancing includes floor work, where you can roll around, away, or towards a pole to incorporate it into the whole routine. I first noticed this connection when Johanna showed me a floor routine and told me to be careful of my neck because she didn't want me to get injured. I told her about BJJ warm-ups and how this concept is super important. Then I proceeded to do the roll that was part of the routine perfectly. I can't say much about the other moves in the routine, but at least I was able to make the one roll look sexy enough. The need for flexibility and strength. Maybe this section is obvious for all sports, but I really noticed the parallels between BJJ and pole when it comes to flexibility and strength. For both sports, you don't need to be super strong or super flexible, but it really does help a lot when you are. And yes, I said that pole is a sport. It is so physically demanding that it is a sport. And um, yeah, continuing on. Having flexibility in BJJ means that you can move your body and hips easier when it comes to certain techniques and overall mobility. It also means that you're not getting submitted as easily in certain moves. In pole, flexibility makes certain moves not only easier to perform, it makes it look better as well. A split in the air looks a lot better when your legs are fully extended. In both pole and BJJ, 
flexibility prevents injury. Strength also isn't the most important in both sports, but it really helps in getting things done. Obviously, in BJJ, having strength makes it easier for you to overpower someone and helps in restraining your opponent. Having strength in pole dancing makes it easier for you to perform the tricks without getting tired quickly. It's also important to know where and when to apply your strength in both. For example, in BJJ, if you're stuck on the bottom, it makes no sense for you to thrash and go crazy if you're pinned. In that case, it's better to use your frames to work and get out. Pole dancing relies on strength for certain pole tricks, but you wouldn't want to use strength throughout the whole routine because you don't want to get tired and you do want to add variety to the moves. Now, here's a bonus um, connection that I saw. There are lack of clothing in both sports, especially for nogi and BJJ. According to some of my nogi friends, nogi is the most realistic between gi, kimono, and nogi grappling. And you can argue in the comments or on Instagram um, at blackgirlyg underscore BJJ. <laughs> Just thought it would be funny that in order to be effective in both nogi and pole, you need to be half naked. Sometimes the outfit is the same in both sports for men and women. Shorts or spats, sports bra, or just topless if you're a man. Or if you're a woman, I don't know where you go to the gym, but I'm assuming you're wearing a sports bra all the time. But yeah, that's just me. (laughs) Some people would argue that in both pole dancing and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, being bogged down by clothing makes it lose its appeal. But it's up to you and what you think. Pole dancing is a sport I've been enjoying for a while. It is awesome and a good way to combine strength with flexibility and femininity. Although both pole dancing and jiu-jitsu have elements that make it hard for me to grasp, in some ways, seeing the parallels make, makes it easier for me to understand and relate both to each other, which again makes it fun all around. So my question for you for this episode, despite if you're a man or woman or non-binary, would you try pole dancing? Um, And if you have tried pole dancing, what other parallels have you seen between pole dancing and BJJ? Again, let's chat on blackgirlyg underscore BJJ on my Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this blog post episode of Matt Chats with Black Girl White Key. Remember, this post is available on blackgirlwhitekey.com in written form so you can get any links or anything you might have missed while listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe and rate this podcast. It's much appreciated. Again, I'm your host, Jess D, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.